got a combination of that plus Hannah eating at the same time. That's ASMR, Chris. <laughs> Chris, does this give you crinkle tingles? <laughs> this meat in my mouth. What's in your mouth? Meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's my phone case. Like a Tibetan monk. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we ring in like our meditation. It's just the wine, wine glass. <laughs> so beautiful. It's the most beautiful thing yeah, we've yeah. ever done on this show. Yeah, yeah I'm finally at peace. <laughs> Shut up and sit down. Bonjour, bienvenue à The Beachcast. Je suis Alexander Price. Je suis Hannah Jenkins Bailey. Und no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going German now. Anyways, <laughs> hi, welcome to a French episode of The Beachcast. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We're, we're full of ennui today. Full of ennui. Ennui. And <laughs> existential. Despair. Bah. 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 Anyways, no. Uh, hi. Hi. Hi, fellas. <laughs> fellas. Hi, fellas. It's my new hi, greeting. Hi, sailors. Hello, sailors. <laughs> and if you couldn't quite guess that, he did do a lot of neck swiveling. I mean. I could hear it. You could yeah. hear it. <laughs> the recording. <laughs> hi, how are we doing today? We're doing good. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, what I guess deep pause. I feel mm-hmm. I feel like we've all just discovered that I am the captain of this ship. <laughs> well, you did start off with the sailors. Okay. Yeah. No, what? to be fair, I started off with Francais because so I am sailors. polyglot. That that is not true. <laughs> Look at all my ASL. Mm-hmm. Hey, how dare you? Are you just trying to like update your scruff profile right now instead of like recording the podcast? That sounds I, about right. I'm the only one. <laughs> You're the only one who's not on scruff. <laughs> you got your leg up. <laughs> hey, don't come for my contempo casual look. Anna. I would never. I would never. I'd, I've walked through many Chicos. Well, <laughs> I don't think I have ever been to one. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that more of an East Coast it thing? It might be. I've heard of them, but I don't know why. A lot of animal prints, and not the ones you'd expect. <laughs> <laughs> like turtle? Rhino. <laughs> but it's also just like prints of very small animals over and over <laughs> Literal animal, animal prints. Animal prints. <laughs> prints of animals. Animal prints. Uh, and it's some of them have little prince crowns on. Ooh. Wait, really? No. Oh. Yes. I mean, yes. Yes. This episode brought to you animal by Fantasy princes. Chinos. Chicos. Chicos. <laughs> Fantasy Chicos. Where all your dreams come true. Fantasy Chicos. Where the sleeves go on forever. (laughs) But are still short? (laughs) Yes. Yes, 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 yes. How many cap sleeve shirts did you have growing up, Hannah? (laughs) I'm casting my mind back. Fair amount of cap sleeves in the wardrobe, I'm gonna say. I had a few. I will tell you, my favorite shirt that I had when I was like in middle school was a very tight 
Like it was probably made of spandex, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. long sleeves that like flowed out a little bit at the end. The keyhole right over the oh cleavage, my with oh the my tie Christ. right here. Remember, she wants to be Willow. And it I was, was, say, um, it, was it was blue green. It was like a like a turquoise peacock. No, no, no. It like swirled oh, like blue a, and green. Oh, iridescent. Yes, yes. God, I love that shirt. I thought it was so hot in it. Oh my God. Please find a photo. I want to see this. Oh, I'm sure I could. I wore it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Chris, wore it to a lot of middle school dances. What was your favorite shirt growing up? That's a really good topic. Right? I mean, mine is going to be super boring because I went to schools where I had uniforms. So, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> she found a way. <laughs> Hannah found a way. That's right. I'm a hero. <laughs> I'm a shiro. But also, I was a homebody nerd. So mm. it was basically, like, hey, what age are we talking about? Just Oh, I can tell you what Chris he expressed himself through fun socks. Ooh. That is true. I was gonna say if we're wrapped talking around about young, his wrists. Sometimes. What? Okay, so um, I don't know why, but I and also I don't know why my parents bought me brightly colored socks because they, they knew they were trying to let you know they were okay with it. <laughs> no, they did not at that time. <laughs> um, they were not okay with it, or they didn't know. I think they didn't know, but maybe they did because I was the only boy in kindergarten who was like. Ballet sounds like fun. See, this is what I'm saying. They were yeah. trying to let you tacitly know they were okay with you coming out. Yeah. Uh, by buying you <laughs> brightly colored socks. And um, That sounds like such mom logic. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I think no, that's real. Works. Um, <laughs> and I liked, I don't know why I also like doing this. I would mismatch them on, like, like I'd wear one red and one yellow. This is oh. very off brand for Christopher And then now. I also, for sure. some reason at home, I would then tie a sock around each wrist. That did not necessarily match any of the others. Bondage. Do you think it was like the early impulse for like jewelry, <laughs> like the pride flag? <laughs> like you let I, it wave out so other people know. Actually, I think it was legitimately had nothing to do with being gay, just being a boy who, like, I went to a school where we only had to wear white and navy blue mm. and like khaki. So it was like color. I don't get this anywhere else. Aww. Or but you could have just worn a colored shirt at home, right? Yeah, yeah. it didn't have to be socks on your wrists. <laughs> it also could have been. Hannah, that's wrist, for quitting. Wristbands. <laughs> Snap bracelets. Snap bracelets, yes. <laughs> that showed up a little bit later, I think. Um, but yeah. Uh. Alexander, what was your favorite piece of childhood clothing? Um, two. I'll give you two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One when I was very young, mm-hmm. which was uh, I had a pair of lederhosen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wore those a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen videos. It's super adorable. Yeah. With the blonde hair and lederhosen. <laughs> oh, my in, God. In like a bowl cut kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then in high school, it was, I had a shirt with the queen from Snow White, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. purple shirt with the queen from Snow White, it's just an evil queen, and then I would layer it with some Hot Topic bright orange net (gasps) shirt that that had a hole for my thumb. Yes. Mm -hmm. You need a thumb hole. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's a t-shirt you would still wear today. Oh, oh 100% I would if definitely. you could find it. No, it was so short. It was it was already a woman's like cat sleeve <laughs> short. And mm-hmm. so I needed the fishnet thing to, to like, like extend. extend it. <laughs> yeah. When oh. I was very small, mm-hmm. I had a red velour tunic <laughs> with what? purple and what? yellow flowers on it that what? I was a pretty big fan of. I, I had a lot of velour tunics growing up. That was the era... <laughs> That was the era of Gap that I grew up in. That is true. So I wore a lot of velour tunics. I'm going to go back a little bit. Cause, uh, and d- stretch pants. Oh, obviously with sweatpants. The stretch, stretch pants. Stretch. I, that's what I meant to say. 
Um, Let's stir up. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <abs. laughs> of course. Yeah. What happened to those? I don't know. I'd wear it today. Yeah, right. Wear, I would wear we're it. We're all today. wearing leggings today. I'm like, we're just wearing stretch Dur- pants. Yeah, they're just stretch pants. <laughs> stretch yeah. pants without the stirrup. Without the stirrup yeah. bottoms. Without the stirrup, <laughs> fucking heel holes. Yeah. Okay, so to go back to mine. Uh-huh. Um. So the the socks things was like kindergarten, first grade kind of shit. Okay. Um. Going to middle school and high school. I was all about jackets. Mm. Um, very specifically, like I would have, like Alexander knows this, I, I get a habit of I wear something I wear it every day kind of a thing. Sure. Um, I had a leather jacket. Oh. In, that so I. sophisticated. Oh, no, it was not. Um, that I wore pretty much every day for about three years, mm-hmm. no matter what the weather was. And I grew up in Southern California. <laughs> You're so dark and twisted. I'm not. It just <laughs> I know, that was but you that was a way that were. I was no it, yeah, no. You thought I, it was I, real cool. No, I did not. I it was literally like the uh sheltering myself from the world oh, and all geez, the evil way people. to sad it up. Yeah, that's what I do, Alexander. <laughs> we're talking about stretch pants and fishnet shirts. Yeah. Um and I graduated from that to a seventies vintage like uh like fur lined coat. Oh so sweaty. <laughs> yeah. So it was damn. surprisingly not that warm, but it was still very much a like a, a look. <laughs> so basically, what we're saying is these are what we would be found in if we had been kidnapped as children <laughs> and and uh, been part of a, a true crime story. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. so like Picked you would have been would you have been the leaderhosen or the no. like, orange fishnet? Well, <laughs> I feel like if it was the leaderhosen, it would be very much a Jean Bonnet situation. You were way yes. more in danger as a teen. I feel like when oh you were getting God. into cars with Boys. straight identifying men. <laughs> I mean, I sometimes wonder how I made it. Through. How you made it out alive? <laughs> I mean, I think it's how mostly... you were not on like a. Uh, <laughs> murders unsolved i mean TV mostly shows. it's because i was a big guy mm. i think at a certain point it was like eh, he could maybe would take too much effort to overpower you yeah yeah mm. far easier targets like you were tall young right yeah i was yeah. like six foot by like sixth grade oh yeah yeah uh, uh but i would have had such a crush on you growing up oh yeah i mean i would have grown out of it but <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, I've recently been getting into far more true crime than I used to. Yeah, I mean that it that's had a resurgence, right? Oh yeah, a huge, huge resurgence. Like I remember growing up, there was uh, what were all those TV shows that had the guy like standing in like a Uh, newsroom kind of thing? Unsolved mysteries. Mysteries. No, well, isn't unsolved mysteries more about like Bigfoot and shit? Oh yeah. No, I thought it was with what's his butt that had the son that disappeared. Oh, I don't know. I thought. Oh. Wait, what was the one that like Leonard Nimoy hosted? America's oh oh, I don't know that. America's one. Most Wanted was the one that was hosted yeah. by the guy. Yeah, right. There, but there were. I'm like, just trying. You know, you think of like all, whatever was on Court TV when you were growing up. Yeah, yeah. The fact that that was even a thing. Court TV. Yeah. Court TV. Like they played Homicide Life on the Street reruns. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Did that start after OJ and all that? Homicide Life on the Street or Court TV? The Court TV. I, I don't know the genesis of Court TV. I don't know why no. I asked for a clarification. Because I remember uh, hearing that basically the OJ trial is what allowed 24-hour news that to exist. That makes sense. That fully makes sense. Because otherwise they'd be like, how do you fill a whole fucking day of news stuff? It's also funny how like true crime pops up in your life like in the background. Mm-hmm. I have a very specific memory of like a bunch of years ago being at like Bob's grandparents' beach house 
and the Casey Anthony trial just being in the background constantly. Oh, yeah. I never pay attention to that trial for some reason. I mean, I didn't yeah. pay full attention, but I remember a day of just, like, it being on in the background yeah. all I, the time. Also, yeah. Casey Anthony. Like, Alexander, I remember you saying that OJ, like, the Bronco chase, was it? that you? Oh, yeah. It was my over? great aunt's funeral. Shit. Was the day of the Bronco oh, chase. Oh, my God. That's crazy. So we came back, and that was what was on TV. Wow. Yeah. I, re- I feel like OJ was the first, one of the first political, like, larger world events that I was aware of. And I didn't yeah. know anything about it, but because my parents thought he was guilty, I also thought he was guilty of very course. strongly. Yeah. My first one was uh, the L.A. riots mm. because I was – That's not true crime, No, though. not true crime, but I'm just saying like – Like w- big like, world like, of – Like oh, thing beyond okay. your own little like my parents, my friends and that kind of sure. thing. Sure. Yeah. Where I was at uh, school and like parents were like running to the school to try to pick up their kids so they could take them home and away from the fires and stuff. Mm. Like there was that. And then after – Pretty soon afterwards, there'll be OJ. Yeah, mine was OJ, and then like Monica Lewinsky in the impeachment trial. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, not to make things political now, but I remember very specifically with the Monica Lewinsky situation, my mom's business partner saying, like, being so angry at Bill Clinton because she now had to try to explain to her daughter what Bill had done wrong. Yeah. Okay. And her daughter was like seven at the time. Yep. And just think about that versus what's going on right now. Yep. We don't have to get into it, but Jesus Christ. Can you imagine being a parent with a young kid right now? I mean, I try to on occasion. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I'm sitting here drinking, drinking. alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Booze helps. <laughs> situations. Yeah. I came very close to, I was like on the periphery of someone who committed <gasps> a crime. We've talked oh, about this. Yeah. <gasps> I think you, I know yeah. which one you're going to talk so, about. So. Okay. When I was named by a rabbi. In New Jersey, right. who later became famous for hiring a hitman to kill his wife. Yes. Did they do this one on My Favorite Murder? I hope so. I don't know. I haven't listened to all of it. Where he hires someone to kill his wife, and he was having an affair with other women. Yeah. Yeah, I think they have. Because, so we, like, my parents went to that synagogue. We left that, like, right after I was named. Like, that was the last thing that happened with our contact with that synagogue. Cool. My mom was, like, very proud of herself. For that she A, out. that she always hated him. She oh, always yeah. said that she hated that rabbi, and B, that we, like, <laughs> left before he hired someone to murder his wife. <laughs> yeah. I mean, true. We weren't, like, the the lame people who left the con- congregation after <laughs> it happened. <laughs> we were cool before that. <laughs> yes. Like, Alexander, like, uh, our friends in Orange County with that situation, nine? Oh, yeah, there was – I don't know if you heard heard about it. It was, like, I want to say, like, eight years ago. There was an oh, act- there's no way it was that long, though. Yes, it was. Jesus. It was a guy mm-hmm. had killed a woman and then killed that woman's boyfriend in Irvine, which is bizarre because it's, like, nothing happens there. Yeah. Then, after killing them, went to perform perform – in nine, where he was Guido. Oh my god! Performed, then went back and, and chopped up the bodies. Guido, Guido, Guido. Yeah. yeah. And did all- he get blood on his costume? No, I don't know. Um, but apparently, like we know quite a few people who were in the cast in the of that. past, wow. and they said like, like they always felt like he was a little weird or something like that. But they're like, oh my god! Like we had to be in love with this guy. Yeah. While wow. this is happening. God. It is fascinating. I mean, true crime is the yeah. There's ways a reason. and reasons why people commit crimes yeah. are really interesting, especially mm-hmm. because we all have dark impulses. Sure. Yeah. 
And we've so all thought like about, I feel like we've all thought actually, about one time, like how would I get away with something? Or even like, even if it's not impulses that you do have, trying to understand people who do the worst possible things. I'll make a recommendation. There was a book, I believe called Our Guys, um, that I read. That's like, it's not a feel good read. You really <laughs> have to like be able to put yourself in a place because basically what happened was there was a town in Northern New Jersey that was basically known as like perfect town. <gasps> I know this book. Yeah. Every, you know, perfect small town, one high school, everybody's happy, everybody's like middle class, well to do, but like not super well off, whatever. Yeah. And a group of popular boys uh, raped a mentally deficient girl. Um, and the book goes into the dynamics of the town and all of the gender politics and basically everything that's set up this to happen. Right, right. Uh, so it's not a feel good read, but it's fascinating. It'll make you feel a lot of things. Yeah. Like, I'm always fascinated by this kind of stuff because it's – when you come down to it, it's really about the capacity of what human beings can do, allow themselves to do, and allow mm -hmm. themselves what to forgive themselves for doing. Yeah. And I always find that part fascinating. I'm not so much into the, like, ooh, how gory was it and that, no. that sort of thing. And it's I know not about gory. I, no, Sometimes, I know though, there are, like, ridiculous details where you're just like, yes. what? Yeah. Oh, no, that's also true. It's like, like the going – to his performance of nine. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's also like, um, I mean, there's so many, there's right? so many stuff out, out there right now, but we watched one that was about like, uh, there was like a bank heist in, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. The collar bomb. Did you see that no. documentary it, on? No. It, it's on Netflix. Uh, like long story short. And like when it started playing, it was like, there was a piece of me that goes, Oh my God, I do kind of vaguely remember hearing about this. This man robbed a bank with a metal, with a collar. metal collar on. And he had a note and saying like, "Give me money." Or this, we're all get shocked, or no, no, or no. this guy, or it's like, gonna explode. It's gonna <gasps> and and then they caught they called the cops or whatever, and then they caught him, and he, he was, was like, sitting it, in the middle of the street, and they didn't know if it was real or not, mm -hmm. and they were waiting for the bomb squad, and then it went off. He started it started ticking, and it, it and then it exploded. It was real. It was real. Yes, oh but but God. but then like the documentary goes into the whole thing about like their. But it's so complicated. You guys should actually watch it. It's a fascinating series. That's like the series. beginning of the thing. That's the very beginning. Oh my but, and that's God. what we heard about. And it was on TV because they were not uh, sure what was they going were on. Airing it because they didn't know what was going on. Sure. And yeah. so all these people watched this oh my God, bomb that's explode on someone's so neck. Fucked up. Yeah. And yeah. It, but it goes even more fascinating that that he might have actually been a part of it, but didn't Maybe? know that it was a real thing. Oh. Like no, it's it's a fascinating thing. But it's that case of we are watching it and you get hooked in the moment. It's like the what the fuck is going on? Well, it, feel, it feels like it's a way to deal with the reality of people having the capacity to be the worst. Yeah. Right. But if you can look at it in a way where, like, this is a way to look at it without just being depressed all the time, mm -hmm. even though it can edge into getting really depressed. Sure. <laughs> That's true. I haven't thought about it because you don't get too depressed watching this kind of thing. No, you can. You there can. are certain ones. I mean, the yeah. one, The one about on netflix about the priest who was raping all the girls at the oh oh and then yeah. the nun that Maryland, they killed i was like yeah i was just ugh. was that the keepers or is that yes. Else? yes yeah it was called the keepers yeah. uh that was highly depressing i haven't seen that one yet really good yeah very depressing but some of it it is just like you really you get caught up in trying to understand just understand human behavior in a way yeah. that isn't immediately depressing right <laughs> yeah and i know some people get like a major thrill watching these sort of things yeah it's just I mean, I guess I get it because it's in a bizarre way, almost like being on a roller coaster where it's that yeah. thing where adrenaline's running because you're 
there are actual stakes involved in it. Well, and it really is but... interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, there's something to be said about how it gets solved, oh, sure. too. Yeah. Or oh. not. Oh, like, for instance, uh, when we were watching The Jinx. Um, oh, my God. Which is crazy. You've seen anyway. it, yeah. I haven't actually seen it. Uh, oh, okay. I know about like the relevant. Yeah. I know what happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we were watching it, the one thing that was fascinating because we kind of know the story, but you don't really entirely until you watch it. Sure. Is the very first episode is to- from the point of view of the cop who's working on this one case. And it's fascinating in that we were watching this thing going, we know there are like six episodes of this thing and the cops are doing everything right mm. for once it's not one of those cases where like the oh there's the this evidence and this the prosecutor yeah, stuff yeah. Whatever, it's yeah. literally they're doing good police work mm-hmm. and we're sitting there going how is this going to be six episodes long like they're aren't they? and then they catch them and then everything goes to hell afterwards yeah but it's the watching good police work happen that it's like oh this is nice well, and there is a puzzle element that That's I'm going to be attracted. You know, I love puzzles. Yeah, me too. So I love seeing where a mystery goes. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing if you can kind of work it out before. Yeah. Making mm-hmm. those guesses in between. I yeah. also I also love, like, pulp. I oh. love pulpy. Oh, yeah. Noir-y Noir. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> love it all. So were Like you- that guy that was on the, um, the dating game. What are you talking about? The guy. <gasps> Chris knows I, the guy I, that was on the dating yeah. game that was a serial killer. What? And there's video of him, and the woman picked him. No. And then when she met him backstage, she refused to go on a date with him. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for her. Oh my god! But no, he yes, he was a, definitely a killer. Because you could totally imagine an instance where a woman was like, "I'm getting a real creep vibe off this dude, but I gotta be polite. I picked oh, him. 100%. Yeah. Oh, 100. Like, oh, easy. Yeah. 100. Oh. Percent. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Do you ever think, do you ever wonder if you've ever, like, met someone who's committed a crime and you don't know about it? I must have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the people it's I've called riding with. the subway. <laughs> no, I mean. No, I mean, like, met and talked to. No, yeah. I feel like there has to be um, someone I've slept with that has done something horrible. Yeah. I mean, you had your Just fave. the sheer number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't surprise me terribly. Hannah already knows. She was named by him. Yes, yeah. indeed. I did. I came into contact with the killers. Yeah. Chris? I'm trying to think if I if I know of any case. Well, and also I don't that, think like, I have. Thinking back, in my high school, there were like rumors about teachers who fucked students. Oh, yeah. Is that and we all accepted No, this. not at mine. Oh, mine enough. there was. Oh, yeah. Huge at mine. And I'm sure at least one of those rumors was true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Usually they don't just... Come out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And it's not always like the hot teacher. And this, and this was also know. not like a thing that got anybody... Nobody came forward. Nobody was like so-and-so yeah well no it's it's it was not a thing where a victim came forward and said this happened to me and then the victim got shunned or the teacher like everybody found out that never happened it was just like it was widely accepted that there were at least three male teachers that had sex with students students. yeah Hmm. yeah there was like two in my high school that was rumored to be yeah the case yeah there were at my school there are definitely teachers which is a crime right yes yeah no, there's definitely at my school there were teachers uh students had crushes on. Mm. But to my knowledge there was oh, no, obviously. Oh, of course. Sure. Yeah, but you, to my gonna. knowledge there was no rumors of anyone actually doing anything. There definitely were at my school. Then there I think there sadly, I think it happens at a large percentage of schools. Yeah, I would imagine mm. so. Yeah. Well, and you do spend a lot of time together. Yeah. You're all in yeah. the building for 
hours and hours and hours. Lots of hormones. Oh, I don't know. I think we went to a dark place there. (laughs) While talking about murders and stuff. Yeah, who knew that this topic could lead to a dark place? (laughs) Yeah, I've been funny. I don't know about you. (laughs) (laughs) What crime are you most likely to commit? Me? No. Murder. Murder. (laughs) Murder. Most foul. Most foul. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we all know that clearly I would be a con woman. Oh, yeah. I would run cons. I'm, I'm still waiting for you to disappear. This is a con. Yeah. This has been a con the whole time. <laughs> I, I and like, somehow you'll have like, oh, yeah, I have Chris's bank account information <laughs> for some reason. I like to think I would be like a black widow. Mm, mm. You'd be a great black widow. Hey, wait a minute. A great Debbie Jelinski. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to be killing me at some it's point? It's gone too long with you. That's true. <laughs> They'd all know it was him now. He'd be the first suspect. <laughs> yeah. The spouse is always the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, look at this. I mean, Alexander, clearly, if I end up dead one day, they'll blame him. Or what about a <laughs> what about a cat burglar? Could I be a cat burglar? Like in a classic like charade, like yes. <laughs> style. Yes. Cutting out the one piece of glass <laughs> and reaching your hand in. <laughs> yeah. I think it has to be like pulpy. Pulpy. Like a femme fatale. No, I think like a femme fatale black widow mm. is my crime. Yeah. Chris, what crime would you commit? Tax fraud. <laughs> burn no. oof oof rude real no. too real no actually i think mine would be that somehow i decide to pretend to be a lawyer and <laughs> actually you me. know what i could see christopher <laughs> being like a mr ripley type Ooh. oh where i take over someone's life yeah how do you know i haven't already mm. i know that's what i think because <laughs> chris has this weird habit of imitating people's accents <gasps> that's when he's true them. <laughs> that is true i do that too yeah that's part of the con, though. We would, pretty be a, we would be a pretty good three-person con team. Oh, yeah. I yes. would say. We could run a couple cons. We'll be the new mod squad or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were like crime busters. I don't remember. Uh, they start, did they start out committing crimes? Yes. They, yes. they start out as criminals. Yeah. Yes. Was it LA? I thought it was London for some reason. Because you thought mod. mod was yeah. London. But I think they it were is LA. LA I yeah. Okay. I don't know for sure, though. Yeah. Don't quote us. We're not All I'm saying is we could run. We could run cons. cons. Yes. So I'll be the femme fatale. <laughs> Clearly. You're the bait. You're the honey <laughs> oh, trap. Oh my God. Wait, <laughs> we're going to be, gonna be the grifters. I get to be Angelica Houston. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm 100%. You're in Ed Bennett. Yes. yes. And I'm John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> I die at the end. Pitching it. Pitching it. Grifters reboot with the that bitches. That is all extremely accurate. <laughs> <laughs> A little too accurate. Mm. Mm. God, I've always, I've always wanted to be Angelica Houston. Well, now we can do. <laughs> Ever that since dream. she played Morticia, I thought you also wanted to be Annette Benning. Well, everyone would want to be Annette Benning. I'm far, I don't know. Yeah. If I'm, I, a, I'm far more of an Annette. Benning. That's true. I don't really have it in me. Yeah. I could, I could be an Angelica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm clearly I'm, John Cusack who dies. Yes, clearly, clearly, clearly. <laughs> that is the most obvious one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all those studio execs out there. Make it Good happen. For a new grifters. The bitches will be in the grifters reboot. Two gays and a girl. Yeah. <laughs> in 2020. Oh. Whoa. Soon. Making it happen fast. Well, why not? It's Fair. all like tax That's right. fraud. You gotta, you gotta manifest it into being. Exactly. You secret that secret shit. Board it. Secret board it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Chris calls tax secret fraud. B- <laughs> <laughs> secret boards. Secret boards. Oh, no, they've discovered my secret bars. <laughs> Why did I put all my evidence in one place? That's how crime works, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris, do we have a sponsor this week? I'm glad you asked. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Gross. 
yeah, so we have a brand new sponsor mm. we've never had before. What? Yeah, That's I so know. weird. Why Usually don't we have returns? We have sponsors over multiple episodes. I think they decide uh, that we just surpass them every <laughs> single time. It's too big <laughs> for our little product. <laughs> B-bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, we're Coca-Cola. We we're, don't, not, <laughs> we're not ready for this exposure. <laughs> we don't want to grow that fast. So who no. is it today? Yes. So today we are sponsored by Old Tom Crawford's Ether Frolic. Ooh. Oh, sounds fun. I love a frolic. Yes. I love ether. Mm. So they're going back into the way back times. Oh, the way, way back. Yes. The way, way back machine. Exactly. Where ether was drank as a cocktail mm. rather than sniffed. <laughs> as a drug inhaled <laughs> so join old tom crawford and his gang of fellow misfits as they create artisan cocktails made of ether vermouth aperol and other delightful substances for you to get shit-faced with will you be numb from the waist down yes will you be numb from the waist up also yes Will you not remember where you are at any given moment? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Will you see fairies? No, this is not that. Nuh-uh. No. This is a numbing agent. <laughs> Designed for company and fun. Did you ever want to feel like old Dr. Michael Caine going away from the woes of the world? Drink this. That's the kind of feeling you're going to get. Like you're an old-timey New England doctor who just can't deal with it anymore. Do, does your cider house rule? It does. <laughs> Ah, the magic in the moonlight. Mm. Old Tom Crawford's Ether Frolics. Numb yourself today. Well, I guess it's time to finally get to the question part of our podcast. Excuse you, what everyone's been looking forward to. Oh, that's right. That's why we're here. We're so happy to do this. And if you have questions for us. You can contact us on Twitter and Instagram at mm-hmm. underscore the bitches underscore underscore on Facebook, that garbage site at <laughs> facebook.com slash the bunches. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's bitches with a one for an eye. You can search bitches, but the page is bunches. <laughs> or you can come see us at our residency show at the pit NYC for all those NYC come listeners. See us. We're if so cute in person. We Even are. if you're not in New York, come visit us. Yeah. Tri-state area. We'd love to stay see in Chris you. and Alex's Airbnb. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. Not for free. No, no, of course not. How dare you? You will get a discount in that you'll get free bagels. And on brand for this episode, they'll probably kill us probably. afterwards. <laughs> we uh, will not be giving the address in this podcast. No, no we shall You'll have to contact me later. Mm. But find us, especially find Alexander. He's the most findable one. I am. Yeah. And also, rate and review us on iTunes or however you listen to this. Uh, Five-star reviews with a horrible uh, description is always the best way Your to go. Your most creative insults. Mm-hmm. Make it as disgusting and crisp as possible. Make it British. Yeah. Make Ooh. it French. Yeah. Make Get it old-timey. Th- Get her attention like you're on the uh, run for the law and you're trying to entice the cops. <laughs> That's too far, Chris. Get nope. to questions. Okay, fine. Ask. The questions. Questions. Question time is now. Um. <laughs> you ruined it. My nephew is a pretty precocious child. I love it and encourage it whenever I get to hang out with him, but his parents aren't entirely happy with that. Is it wrong for me to secretly encourage this side of him? No. No. His parents sound like a real bummer. Well, I want to know what you what mean by downer. precocious. That's true. Like, if you're is talking the about kid, like. like 
a psychopath. Going in the mom's underdrawer and like bringing it out at parties. Because I wouldn't be thrilled with that either. No. Is he killing <laughs> small birds? Also yeah, not thrilled with that. Don't encourage is that. He, thrilled. Is no. he hiding secret poop? <laughs> <laughs> that is a reference of people who've been into our live shows. <laughs> hey, that could be considered precocious. I mean, I guess. But like, I don't I know mean, what that I mean, it takes initiative. <laughs> is he tying a string around his penis and <laughs> pulling real hard? Because that's don't not healthy. That. <laughs> Please don't. Go yeah. to the police. It's a, I mean, it is a fine line to walk because yeah. the parents have the say. Right. Sure. They're going to raise the kid however they want to raise the kid. Yeah. If this is code for, I think my nephew's gay and I want right. to encourage uh-huh. it. Encourage it. Yes. For yes. sure. Yes. That's what I got from this. Yeah. I, First yeah, off. I'm, like, I'm very unclear about He's what sensitive. he means by this. No, this is a very wide topic. Yeah. So, well, this is another one of those advice, like, more calls details. for advice where we, I wish we knew more. Yeah. Like, okay, what do you mean by precocious? I think, if it means gay, yeah, definitely encourage that. Under, like, let them know, like, like you're not cool. That, not yeah. that you're cool. Yeah, not that your Paint parents his nails are bad. With him. Yeah, Whatever. don't do like your parents are bad, but definitely safe let, space it. Yeah, safe yes, space it. Absolutely. If it means that they're doing possibly dangerous things, then but see, I think yeah. you can safe space it for anything. If the that's your kind of role as an uncle or an aunt is mm. to kind yeah. of like. You get to be kind of the like getaway for from parents where you're still an adult and you're still like, you know, making sure they're not hurting themselves. Mm -hmm. But like, but you know, cake for breakfast. Yes. Yeah. Cake for lunch, cake for dinner, cake Mm. for dessert. Let them eat cake. Cake, 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 cake. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's a it's a tough it's a tough question to try to answer because there are certain behaviors you want to encourage. Anything, you know, if they seem really smart, if they seem really outgoing. Yeah. If they like theatrical. I was going to say, if this is like a form of creativity. Mm-hmm. All yeah. that is good. And then I will say, if Sass. that precociousness is getting diverted into trying to kill small animals, maybe you can help re-divert it into something more healthy. Paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Knitting. <laughs> Macrame. Macaroni art. Macaroni salad making. Mm, all of these are delicious option yes macintosh repair <laughs> also great the computer or the rain gear yeah, or the exactly. apple or the yep. apple can you, can you really repair an apple with staples <laughs> food glue and encourage him to invent food glue yes. frosting is what food glue is <laughs> that's true <laughs> oh i kind Mayonnaise. of want this now <laughs> no no not that but so yeah, yeah i would i would say it is your right as an Uncle, aunt, do they give? No. Okay. Uh, as fuck, I can't think of the gender neutral word for that. There isn't. One. No. It is your right. Should, okay, wait a second moment. What's the gender neutral one? As That's your child's one. parents' uh, sibling. 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 Ugh, it doesn't roll off no. the tongue, does it? <laughs> you are very much allowed to encourage certain things that the parents would not encourage, particularly yes. in your time together. Yes. Yeah. As long as, you know. It's not secret pooping or... Or murder. Bur- bird murder. Bird murder. <laughs> bird murder. Most foul? <laughs> I was waiting for that so hard. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is not directed to any of us specifically, but uh, let's all take a turn. What's the most embarrassing thing you used to do as a kid? Mm. I'm going to go with uh, something that's already said. <laughs> Your sock bracelets. The sock bracelets. 
<laughs> done and done. Kind of backpacking on that, I used to put sweatpants on my head and pretend there was a bunny. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, as a bunny? No. Not as like I having was... long girl hair? No, as a bunny. I was 13. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, wasn't. Not everything, 13. Everything about me when I was 12 or 13 was embarrassing. I had giant glasses and a mouthful of braces, <laughs> and I was just way too earnest. Yeah. Well, let's go younger than that. Is there anything? As like a child, child. Yeah, as a kid. What did I do that was embarrassing as a child. I. Oh. 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 <laughs> so when. Basically, I had my first friend breakup. I was friends with the two girls who lived across the street from me. They were twins. They were not. They were in two separate houses. It was my house oh, and then okay, two other okay, houses. Okay. And we used to like, oh, okay. there were three of us who used to like pal around together. Sure. And then one summer, they decided I wasn't cool anymore and decided to stop being my friend. <gasps> Bitch, um, evil cunts. I know. So I very embarrassingly, while they were like playing together across the street, sat on my front steps and like, sang defiant like irish drinking songs (laughs) this is not embarrassing (laughs) to show them that i was okay (laughs) oh my god hannah i love you (laughs) very embarrassing how is that embarrassing that's drinking like apple juice no i wasn't even drinking anything i was just like sitting on the steps by myself being like i'm okay i'm gonna sit here and sing do you like were these actual songs yeah no it's not like like which my mother's house yes i grew up i don't i don't remember now it was Old Danny Boy. <laughs> they were not sad ones. They were more. Uh, this there was one called Ramblin' Rover. That I definitely remember singing. Do you, do you remember the lyrics and stuff? <laughs> I'm not going to sing that right now. Come on, <laughs> we're saving Anna. it for the next uh, show. Um, <laughs> oh, there's sober men and plenty, and drunkards barely twenty. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and you were all of ten. Yes, oh, maybe younger. Um, <laughs> There are men of over 90 that have never yet kissed a girl. <laughs> um, but give me a rambling rover. Frey Arkney down to Dover. We will roll the country over and together we'll face the world. Oh, and my God. How, and what was their reaction? <laughs> oh, they ignored me. I was very ignorable. <laughs> I didn't, this didn't make me cooler to those particular people. <laughs> well, they were terrible people. Though. Yes, clearly. Because seriously. <laughs> Okay, oh God, Alexander, this is like the precocious story. this is the precocious <laughs> behavior that they were talking about. Yeah. My nephew is in, or niece is singing a whole bunch of Irish drinking Irish songs. Irish drinking songs. And their On parents the are very worried. <laughs> <laughs> On the stoop. Stop making oh. us look like alcoholics. Oh yeah. It did not work. Like I said, I was not their friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hear something nerdy. And embarrassing. Okay. I used to make because I didn't really have friends either. I used to make the neighborhood kids who were younger than me and more like my sister's friends. I would print out scripts and make them act them, and also would include fight scenes where I would direct the fight scenes <laughs> with like improvised weapons such as hockey sticks. Mm. Uh, protractors mm. as like knuckle right. weapons. Yeah, and I would force them to read the scripts. Where did these scripts come from? Did you write them? I wrote them. What, what were kind they of about? Yeah, what were these stories? Anything. I used to, don't forget, I used to like play with Barbies and Transformers and make them like have like drama. Mm. Yeah. Relationship drama. Like Real Housewives drama. Oh yeah, I mean, every. Everyone makes their Barbies simulate sex at a certain yeah. age, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't have Ken. For some reason, we would um, get Ken and we would always lose it. 
But Cinderella had a real butch haircut. Sure, you didn't lose it up your butt. <laughs> just the leg. Just the leg. Just the leg. <laughs> but yeah, I used to just write random stuff and make and make them perform it. And if they didn't get the lines right, I would be Fair not mad. happy. I used to record radio shows. My best friend and I, we had a tape deck that we would record radio shows on. Uh, I did find, I found the tape at one point. I listened back to it and it was, it was something. We did commercials. Oh, so this. Yeah, this. It was exactly like this, actually. Except we have real commercials. Exactly. Yeah. I wasn't just pretending to do Campbell's or <laughs> commercials the way I was then and Folger's. Did you say Campbell's or Camels? Campbell's. Okay, I thought no, you were trying to sell cigarettes. cigarettes. <laughs> Campbell's soup. And Folgers. You're just like, do, 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 smoke a lot. <laughs> Joe Camel. Joe Camel. Cool. <laughs> no, I did not do that. Well, Campbell. now you're. Campbell soup. <laughs> Chris, do you have anything else other than your sock yeah. bracelet? I mean, my entire life growing up was an embarrassment. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, I mean, you're like, just lonely. Oh, yeah, but also, like, I. I mean, we talked about that. Like, uh, I was the boy who signed up for ballet in kindergarten and was the only boy. And ballet basically included skipping in a circle. Well, so, I mean, it's a shame you weren't that. straight. That's how a lot of straight yeah. dudes get women. They're the only boy in the ballet class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, except, okay, so that whole story, it, it's not quite embarrassing in the same sort of way. But um, so they only handed uh, like information about ballet to the girls in the class. Mm -hmm. And I apparently mentioned this to my mom. And she got so upset that she went and talked to the kindergarten teachers. Says everyone needs to get these like things for ballet. And then they all and blamed they did. you. And they did. And I was the only boy who signed up. And we did the skipping in a circle. Yeah. And stuff like that. And then in first grade, ballet was invite only. <gasps> that, it, that they changed. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucked up. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah. They really hated you. What? How bad they of a dancer were you? Jesus. No, it was the because this was a religious school that they're very much like boys have their place no but like get on the sports field <laughs> but there were no sports teams even available for people that young that didn't start until fourth grade so it's like you just don't belong here for um an embarrassing <laughs> teen story oh yes i was over at my friend's house once we were in the pool and we had stolen mike's hard lemonades out of mike's hard lemonades <laughs> mike's hard lemonades out of her neighbor's like cooler that uh, they had in the uh -huh. back mm -hmm. we were standing in the pool and i was holding a mike's hard that i hadn't opened yet and her mom came out to check on us and i panicked and just dropped it into the pool <laughs> did it break it did not break okay. <laughs> it just started Thank God. slowly <laughs> seeping <laughs> It didn't break. It just like started bobbing up to the surface. <laughs> Played it real cool. And it was open, I'm assuming? No, no it wasn't. It was, oh, it was okay. not. It was closed. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, ha! <laughs> nothing. Nothing to see here. <laughs> oh, the Irish are drinking. <laughs> no one will suspect me was, singing these songs. Those girls knew. I was like, you're, I'm not upset that I don't want you to pay attention to me or anything. I'm just going to sit out here by myself and sing really loudly. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> but in short, there's plenty of things that we've all done that's embarrassing. Chris, so many that I can't even think of specific things at this point. We get it. You're the saddest. <laughs> no, not sad. Just I was that person. You no, are. Chris, the... you're the saddest. We get it. We Move get on. it. You're, yeah. you're a sad cubist painting of a man. <laughs> Who likes Taylor How Swift? How dare you bring up my edges? <laughs> what are the best books for kids? Ooh, now, it does this it just as kids, so I don't know what kind of age books, range. Books, so books, I think books. there's like a couple we could do. There's the 
the children's books mm -hmm. that are more or less that the parents read to the kids. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the upper part of elementary school where you start to read things on your own. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think? I mean, I can tell you what my grandmother gave me at nine years old. Mm -hmm. I know. Interview with a vampire. Because <laughs> she um, knew. They knew. They knew. I read a lot of Judy Bloom. I read a lot of Beverly Cleary. I read a lot of Catherine Patterson when I was starting to get older. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and Lois Lowry when I was moving into my sad yes. book Lois, phase. Oh, yeah. Lois Lowry's great. Uh, yes. I also really want to recommend Daniel Pinkwater for some more surreal shit, which is like more local oh, to where I grew up. I haven't heard about uh, Daniel Pinkwater is from Hoboken, New Jersey. He wrote a book called The Hoboken Chicken Emergency, which is about a giant chicken great. that stalks through Hoboken. But he just wrote, he writes a lot of weird, surreal books for kids that are really cool. There was one mm. called Lizard Music that I loved, which is about a kid who's like, his parents go out of town and he stays at home by himself. So he just watches TV all night. And at a certain point, at like 3 a.m., the TV switches from like regular weird human stuff to like lizards. Oh, doing like things. lizard people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he ends up like finding the lizard world and going into it. Huh. Um, they're really like, and they're like funny and weird. Yeah. And I feel like not that many people know about them. No, no that's great. Good yeah. suggestion. Yeah. Uh, when I was around that age, I mean, before that, I was very much like Goosebumps. Animorphs. And, oh, I read uh -huh. all of the Babysitter's Club. Yeah, I never got to the Babysitter's Club. I got to the... Well, your school wouldn't let you read them. That was by invite only. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cunt. <laughs> uh, they, what? Uh, they want to encourage you to be a babysitter, Christopher? <laughs> only yeah. Logan was allowed to do that, and that's because he was Marianne's boyfriend. <laughs> And he was yeah. Australian. Yeah. It's like, he didn't I, know better. <laughs> I remember, like, like third grade-ish, like, uh, or whatever, like, uh, Goosebumps, Boxcar Children, Hardy oh, Boys, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Children. But when I got to fifth and sixth grade, I became obsessed with Newbery Award-winning books. <laughs> oh, so my like God. You. <laughs> of course it is. What like, won the Newbery in 1974, Christopher? I don't remember that. This isn't the Academy Awards. But... <laughs> But, uh, really got a bone up on your studies again. <laughs> I guess so. I also don't. I have no idea at all what year any of those things were written because mm -hmm. almost all of them did not take place in the time that they were written in. Sure. Like, uh, so I got very much into those. Though, man, like, yeah, Lowry. Just read Lowry. Yeah. <laughs> Just do that. Yeah. Um, um, but also, I read pretty much everything Madeline Lingle ever wrote. After mm. starting with um, Wrinkle in Time, uh, yeah. I read all of her books for kids, and I read all of her books for adults, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, that was also around the same time that I started gradually tip dipping my toe into the adult stuff. Sure. Yeah. Where I mean, yeah. I was always that kid, was the problem. With the adult books? Adult books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't have been weird if my parents had given me, like, Dune mm -hmm. as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also really want to recommend... Um, I am not a Harry Potter person, and I'm a little bit snobby about it. I'm sorry. I just think there's better fantasy out there by a lot of other people. Mine was Lloyd Alexander, The Chronicles of Prydain. They're mm. great. Mm, mm, mm -hmm, Highly mm -hmm, recommend. Mm -hmm. And I also wrote everything, read everything that he wrote. <laughs> oh. I'm a completist. If, like, even back yes. as a kid, if no, I like too. read one book by an author that I liked, I would read all of their books. I can't remember what the series is called. But I, in the completest thing, when I was in fifth grade, I found a series about dragons, mm. and there were apparently. Do you remember who was it by? Who it was no, it was by I a woman. Not. Yes. Was it Jane Yolen? No, I don't know. I think. Hold up. 
You keep talking. I, I think like, I know. And what did all the is. dragons' names start with heart something? Because I read that one. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. I don't about. think so. At least okay. that's not coming immediately to mind. I think there were like seven books or something in the series, mm-hmm. and I just read one. Like the I have to read them all because there are multiple books in this series. Yeah, I definitely did that. Oh, you know what? It's uh, who has good uh children's books? Neil Gaiman. Mm. Yes, Neil Gaiman's written some amazing kids books. Yeah, I also love anything based in fairy tales i've always oh, loved yeah. things that are like that grow like take fairy tales as a base and do something else mm-hmm. there is a book i read also by jane yolen and i haven't really seen it anywhere other than like my copy that i have of it which is um like put sleeping beauty together with a story about the holocaust and it's amazing oh my god that sounds fantastic so good so good also I- for like things based on fairy tales anything by robin mckinley is amazing yeah. I, I will say, like, one thing, being an adult, mm-hmm. there are so many books that I've missed growing up and that sort of thing. Sure. That part of me, like, I want to be a parent in general, but part of me that looks forward to being a parent is being able to experience things with my kids. Oh, yeah. Either by, like, oh, I loved this when I was a kid. I want to share this or with you. Or they're bringing it to you. Yeah, and also, like, the, oh, you're reading this? Let me read it with you. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Are and you? Those kind of things, I would 100% go. So... Auntie Hannah <laughs> yes. recommends this Holocaust Oh my the god, it's such book. a good book. I want to read the shit out of so that. So good. Was the author of the book you read uh Ursula K. Leguin? Leguin. Leguin. It's quite possible. The, I honestly don't know. The Wizard of Earthsea. The Earthsea that books sounds, are amazing. That sounds very yeah. familiar. Yeah. That's who you, I figured you were talking about. Okay. But that also made me think uh, the His Dark Material series is oh, great Oh, so good. And yeah. just... I mean, golden, not Golden Compass, the last one. Amber Spyglass is still one of my favorite books of all time. It's so heartbreaking, those yeah. books. And just mm. v- and very deep. There's mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff in there. But understandable. Yes. For, for yeah. About like religion readers. and life and well, death and, yeah. That's something Souls. I find fascinating, yep. especially around that age. Kids are able to absorb things in ways that a lot of parents don't give them credit for. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we were, could read some dark ass shit mm. and be able to internalize it, but not like, uh, do it in a negative way it's like even just wrinkle in time like just oh there's face, yeah there's yeah or uh, uh or that. the giver like Ugh. yeah like <laughs> yeah. that book yeah paired with um oh god what was the mouse book which one the, the yeah the one where the mouse gets smart and the Flowers for Algernon. Flowers for oh, Algernon. Yeah. Oof, yeah. Those yeah. two books destroyed grade. me Oof. in middle school. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, will warn, if you're a prospective parent listening to this, if you buy your kid one Redwall book and they're, they are a completist, there are like 9,000 <laughs> Redwall books about mm. animals eating creative food and fighting each other. <laughs> so just be prepared to yeah. read a lot of those books. <laughs> yeah. If you start with one. And my last suggestion, just read them Irvine Welsh. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Don't. No, please don't. No. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Not endorsed. <laughs> no. The bitches do not endorse those. So for like little kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, the, the the kind that parents read and yeah. maybe the kid looks Grim, over the picture. I think Grim Fairy Tales is always a great I way to go. I fucking love the Grim Fairy I Tales. I love Fairy Tales. And there was also, I had a lot of very beautifully illustrated 
fairy tales that I loved and I read them over and over and over again. And then there was one called East of the Sun and West of the Moon. I know this one. I Wasn't don't think it so I know this. good? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's such a good one. There's a quest and magic and it's a little bit longer than your average yeah. fairy tale if you're like a little bit okay. older and you can pay attention to a story for a little bit longer. Right. And it was beautiful. It was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very much, I mean, especially when I was super young, Shel Silverstein. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've reread those books so much. No, like especially like the the poem yeah. short story ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's like, what those, sidewalk yeah. ends. Exactly. And light in the attic like and... those are great because short attention spans, their darkness to them without it being overwhelming. I'm not a huge fan of the Giving Tree. I'm oh. not a fan of the Giving Tree no. either. I think it either. sends a bad message, especially to like that is clearly a cis straight straight white, white boy. Man. Yeah, <laughs> just takes and takes and takes, takes and yeah. never, never gives back. anything back. Yeah. Oh, but you, Hannah, he sat on him at the end, so it's okay. Yeah. Ugh. How is that good for the tree? Because <laughs> the tree's always trying to constantly. Give. I don't. I don't like Ugh. the giving tree. No, like I'm not that. But anything um, else, special. Okay. Yeah. My mom in particular loved a couple books. One was the Runaway Bunny. <laughs> do Do you know these? I uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, basically, about, because it's about a mother's love being unconditional and all that. Oh, shit. I know that and, one. Uh, love you forever, uh-huh. which is oh, the same thing. That's uh, this mm. tracks. That's the one where he holds her as an old woman. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Just I like love that, you forever. I like you just for like always. The giving tree. As long Seen as in, um, yeah. playing my heart. Yes, two hundred percent. But what uh, we haven't talked about that I very much am on board with, uh, not as a baby, but as like a younger kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roll doll, yeah. I the love person Ro- that I love hated Roald children. He did hate children, and not all of them. Some of them are disturbing. The yeah. twits is like, <laughs> yeah. But when, you're talking about like Matilda. I love. Oh yeah, Matilda. Well, I'm talking James about like Peach. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about the like, BFG. I was like some of those for sure, but like the yeah, big fucking yeah, giant. The ideas I, every single time. Every time. <laughs> it's a uh, big fucking giant. Oh there. shit, that's a big fucking giant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the idea of like. You're getting a chapter before bed. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow sure. we'll go to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm definitely on board with that. And it th- those books are amazing. I will also shout out to E.B. White. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although, for me, it wasn't Charlotte's Web and it wasn't Stuart Little. It was The Trumpet of a Swan. That oh. was my favorite. It's the best one. And it's the one that the least, the, is least read. Right. So yeah. I highly recommend as it. As long as you're not reading Tuck Everlasting to Your Children. Oh, boy. <laughs> Why would you do that? Talk about existential crises. Yeah. I, I think I read that in like third grade or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah we, we all did. A little did. bit yeah. later, I think. But I did not read it. I, I started and I was like, this is dumb. I'm not reading this book. Yeah. <laughs> Don't read that book to your children. But Alexandra, it turned into a failed Broadway musical. Read Dune. <laughs> to your children. <laughs> Tell your children about spice. Spice. Te- teach them about genealogy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Read them a magazine. <laughs> Just read your children's no, books. Ser- seriously? Okay. Like, like it, what we come down to is definitely read to your children. It instills a love of literature and of storytelling in general. And true crime. Read yeah. them true crime. Read them true crime. Yes. I my I have many fond memories of my parents reading me in cold blood. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> now it's now it is. Now, now it's, it's canon. canon. Now, now it's canon. canon. I was read in cold blood as a child. <laughs> It's why your voice sounds like a young Truman Capote. That's why I'm the way I am. <laughs> Who? What's that sound? It's the end of the show, and this is the end of the show song this week. 
ZBB. <laughs> I wondered if it was going to happen. Yeah, is this an ongoing thing that we're doing end, now? End, end, end of the end show. The end, end of the show. show. It's the end of the show, 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 show. So we've come to the end of the show. And I guess that's just going to be the end. So I'm Alexander Price. <laughs> I will be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I am Cece no! Basile. Yes! <laughs> that was a close one. That yeah. was a photo finish. Yeah. Good night. And fuck on. Oh.